Fearscape Media Network, exploring the unknown, one podcast at a time. Hello, dear friends. I'm your head mister, Lord Stephen Gearhart. And I am your co-mister, the man with no name, Lance Wayne. And together we are the misters of the... the Uh, Let's try it again. The misters of the... the, the, Lance! The misters of the dark! Don't shut up! Whatever. Join us wherever you stream your favorite podcasts or go to mistersofthedark.com where we'll be discussing all things horror from films and books to everything in betweensies. We also have the occasional victim. (laughs) I mean, guest. (laughs) Only on the Fearscape Mania Network. <laughs> Shut up, Lance! Oh, I always get the last laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, to another frightening and fantastic episode of The Convergence Enigma with Josh and Stefan. I am your host, as always, Monsieur Stefan Gerhardt, joined as always by my very American co-host, Mr. Josh Rutledge. What is happening, kind sir? Doing great. Uh, Living life. Um, uh, Just, you know, because it seems like we've done it every episode for the last several so everybody probably wants to know what's up with the move, right? So <laughs> yeah, or there's that one guy. It's like, can we just get to the topic? Yeah. <laughs> um, so a- as of recording this, I am seven days uh, from the moving truck arriving. But when it airs, uh, it'll actually be I'll be on the road towards yep. Arizona. IA. So those of you listening right now on the Unex Network, Josh is on his way, and he's going to get stuck in a ditch in New Mexico. Those of you listening to the podcast version, <laughs> which is right after, Josh is sleeping. Yeah. Josh is sleeping. Well, if you're listening on the Fearscape Media Network, Josh is sleeping. If you're listening on the Unex Network, Josh is, <laughs> is eating dinner. Like, that's that's where he's at. Right. Or uh, stuck in a ditch. In New or Mexico. stuck in a ditch <laughs> in New Mexico. Um, we got a, a fun episode for you guys tonight. We are going to be covering a trilogy of paranormal documentaries that Josh and I stumbled upon um and normally i wouldn't cover these uh but these paranormal docs turn into alien men in black type docs holy crap starts with a ghost ends with men in black you know it's good we're gonna be talking about the um chad calix sir no face trilogy uh we're gonna be just discussing that tonight because we binge watched all three and uh loved it so we're going to be talking about that. But, of course, before we get to that, Josh, we've got to get to our first segment of the week, which is Psychic Word of the Week. And now, the Psychic Word of the Week. Sorry about the Dracula voice, man, but it's Psychic Word yeah, of the Week, man. 
Psychic Word of the Week comes to you, as always, from the Encyclopedic Psychic Dictionary from June G. Blutzer, PhD. Rest in peace, honey bear. I love you, but I never met you. I flipped through and landed on the page 641. And the uh, phrase that I landed on this time was transcendent moment. Transcendent moment. Boy, that that doesn't just scream Sedona. Nothing. Yeah, really. really. (laughs) Come to Sedona and have a transcendent moment. Um, Transcendent moment says here in the book, a short time in which one has an exalted emotional high feeling, a transpersonal vagueness of reality or an extraordinary elation of some kind that brings an extreme change in one's attitude and lifestyle, a non ordinary experience that could cause a sensation of timelessness, loss of boundaries, disconnection, uh, and difficulty in communicating in logical description. Experience cannot be intellectualized or described in today's language. After the experience is over, one feels more, more freedom, kinship, unity, creativity, self-assurance, and capable of handling stress and plasticity of human awareness and meaning in one's life can happen spontaneously at a religious gathering or when in an alpha or theta state of consciousness because of the righteous living. I was going to say, sounds like what happens like at these praise, praise band type churches, you know, or I mean, I, I would say that, you know, the experience in my backyard with the big UFO that we saw was a transcendent moment. I mean, it really changed for me, at least um, changed kind of the way I looked at everything. And it really did seem to slow down time a little bit and kind of, you know, I don't know. So I think sure, a lot of on, that a, on a scale of one to 10 transcendent moments, I would give that a one or two, but yeah, because I think about that elation that you feel in a religious experience and how everything well, just for you, it was a one or a two for me. I'd give it a seven or an eight for me. Well, I know you would, but I, I'm just saying I've seen you in religious moments back in the day and you were not hooting and hollering going, Oh man, there's a UFO yeah. in the sky. <laughs> oh, my knees are weak. So very different. <laughs> I mean, my outward elation was not there, yes, but my That's what elation. I mean. So looking back on hindsight, maybe it was a seven or eight, but at the moment I don't I don't yeah. feel like it was a seven or eight. Not in terms of what this definition describes, the elation okay. that you feel, the energy that is arising and don't and be trying to take away my transcendent moment. No, I said in hindsight it's okay. I'm just saying at the moment. Uh, okay. Because I, I think that religious experience really, really fits it more than anything. Um, always looked for uh, a term for that you know Um, yeah which is really really interesting anyways i'll shut up so (laughs) that's uh thank you june g bletzer for um taking away josh's experience and she didn't um, do it she gave it a term you took it away no she took over my body (laughs) and did it i think it I think it, Josh. I watched her flow into his body and watched his fingers wriggle and saw his lips move. And that was June G. Blitzer speaking, not Stefan. Oh, it's good to have your opinion, JD. Told you, dude. Told you. I can't, if, if I can't speak for myself, JD will speak for me. Um, or anyways, Juju Bletcher, apparently. Or Juju, or Juju Bletcher, JGB. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to our next segment, which is a little bit of spooky news. All right, Josh, spooky news. Got an interesting one. It's not really spooky, so to speak, but it is a spooky topic because... The Conjuring Home, Andrea Perrin's childhood home, just sold for $1.52 million. Like, so, because people just bought it, right? They were That was a couple years ago. They just sold it. They just sold it. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Rhode Island home is simply spooktacular. And, uh, by the way, this comes from New York Post. Uh, And perhaps that is why it just sold for more than its asking price. Um, the uh, actual real-life haunted house that inspired a 2013 horror film, The Conjuring, 
hit the market in late 2021, trying to sell for $1.2 million. The apparition heavy abode, however, sold for $1.52 million, 27% above the asking price. Holy moly. Uh, located at 1677 Round Top Road in uh, Burlville, Burlville. Um, this uh, measures 3,109 square feet. Uh, has all kinds of neat stuff. Comes with roommates in the <laughs> roommates in the form of ghouls. <laughs> Though it's not clear whether or not they contribute to paying the bills. Who wrote this? Zachary Cussin. I see you. Um, the well, sellers. That seems like a Zachary Cusson. Come on. Yeah. Now. <laughs> the sellers. And here's where we're both familiar with paranormal investigators, Jen and Corey Heinzen, uh, purchased the home for $439,000 in 2019 and spent four months keeping themselves to one room as a sign of respect for the spirits, letting them get used to us instead of barging in. Uh, they told the Wall Street Journal at the time of list- listing. However, that didn't stop a black colored figure once seen looking in uh, at them from the doorway of their room, which we see that footage in the documentary we just watched recently, Yep, uh, which is really good. Um, he, he says, Corey says, once we realized we were both awake and both seeing it, it was gone. Uh, the pair also heard footsteps and knocks and had saw flashes of lights in rooms that don't have lights in them. Uh, the journal broke the news of this sale adding that the new owner is a Boston real estate developer named Jackie Nunez, 58. She is one of more than 10 offers on the property and one of the prospective owners interviewed by the sellers to make sure they met the requirements, including not living in the home for the buyer's own good. Um, So if it's a real estate developer, she's totally going to turn this into something. It'll be an Airbnb. I mean, that's what it'll be. And then you'll like people will pay out the nose to stay there. Yep. She says, this is a very personal purchase for me. Uh, uh, When it hit the market, I thought this is the property that enables people to speak to the dead. Uh, Nunez added, she doesn't feel the home is a home to the, to a demon Bathsheba, but simply a structure that is uniquely an amplifier for our energy attitudes and belief. Uh, And if your end goal is to be terrified, it can deliver. Or if you go there to connect with a loved one, it can deliver that too. She told the the paper. Um, Hey, Jackie, if you would like to buy our podcast, we're selling it for $1.52 million. <laughs> um, we also, have some guests that can speak to the dead. So, Also, um, site for next Fearscape Media Network uh, conference is at the... <laughs> yeah, at, yep. the, at the home up there. So, Yep. Uh, so Nunez plans to host events at the home with the parent family, members of whom previously owned the home and operate it as sort of a learning center. Um so uh, the conjuring has really made this home something to behold, I guess. So there it is. $1.52 million, man. The Heinzens good on them, dude. They yeah. over doubled what they spent on it. Yep. They did. And uh, it's been more than two years. So they want to pay capital gains on it. So that's good too. Yep. And you know, all the documentaries and stuff that they did during that two years or whatever, they're making bank on that too. So kudos to yep. the Heinzens. Uh, way to make money off something that wasn't even yours to begin with. I love it. <laughs> Gonna make that money, babe. Gonna make that money, money. Um, but speaking of creepy, weird stuff, let's go ahead and get to our final segment, which is creepy catch up. All right, creepy catch up, Josh. I have nothing. It has been a dry week. I've been sleeping. <laughs> trying to anyways Um, but you said you had some creepy catch-up so we're going to give you an opportunity to share with the folks what happened to you this week yep so uh well first of all i had another weird random occurrence of uh, my telepathy which also appears apparently only happens around food like it that's the only time my telepathy works is when it involves food you got food telepathy i got food telepathy so like i was going we were uh, going somewhere. We were going to stop at Dunkin' Donuts to get breakfast on my way. Dunkin' to Donuts Dun- is not a sponsor. No, uh, but I would eat some donuts if they gave us free donuts. Me too. <laughs> but <laughs> um, so we were on our way, and on our way there, I thought about what I was going to order when I when I got there, and in my mind, I thought you know it'd be nice to have some extra bacon because I don't know if you've had that smoky pepper yeah, bacon sandwich, but the bacon is the best, the bomb diggity. So we get there. 
get up to the speaker. I order the food. Do not say extra bacon. I get my sandwich and it's just like heaping full of extra bacon. So, so I need to start going to restaurants with you more often is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's one. So number two is, um, and I know I told you all about the uh, entity coming into my room and kind of coming mm-hmm. up over my bed and stuff. So uh, things have really started to pick up lately. And I think it's probably because we're getting so close to the move. And so we're, you know, moving stuff around and you know, all that energy and shifting and everything. But um, standing in my bedroom the other day and on the side of my bed and the, like the cats were in the, the entryway to the room and the hallway wrestling with each other. And uh, something reached out from underneath the bed and touched my foot. <laughs> um, the other, uh, just today, actually, I was in the kitchen and I was kind of pacing back and forth while I ate my lunch. And at one point in time, uh, I picked my foot up and I felt it brush against something. I looked down and there was nothing there. There was no cat nearby, nothing. Um, and then the last one is uh, I was... Uh, going out to get the um, something out of the car one night and um, kind of saw this black figure standing at the corner of the house. And when I, it was like out of my peripheral. And when I looked at it, I saw it like slowly lean back out of like out of view. So yeah, that's been my, I'm activity. waiting for it to be like, get out. And you're like, give me a week. Yeah. <laughs> give me a week. I'm getting there. Okay. So yeah. Don't attach to my bureau either, man. I don't have a bureau. <laughs> if anybody's got a bureau, it's you. No, you got I, one of them rolling desks too. No, but my dad has one, and and he's he's giving it to me when he dies. So, oh well, do we need to speed that up? I mean, are you trying to no. get this desk? <laughs> like, what's happening no. here? I don't understand your candor. I, I feel like I should have a bureau though. And I could create a whole Instagram account around it and call it Warren Van Bureau, and then just <laughs> and then just do pictures of it, poses with stuff. You know, I would no? I would be a part of that. I would, I would be a part of that. It's so dumb. I would be a part of that. <laughs> People have stuff for their ca- their cats and their dogs talking. Why not? So why not have your bureau, Warren Van Bureau? All right, let's go ahead and get to our topic for the evening, which is the Sir No Face trilogy <laughs> all right we are talking about chad calix calix sir no face trilogy this is the guy uh he's been in a bunch of tv shows but i first um saw him on his documentary american ghost hunter uh that was the first time i ever saw chad calix but i know he's on a a, a bunch of I can't, I can't think offhand i'd have to look it up um that he's yeah on. so i mean I'm, I'm looking at it here we've got starting in 2010 he did as a director. He was Ghost Prophecies, American Ghost Hunter, then a bunch of Paranormal State TV, like thirty-four episodes. Yeah, of Paranormal, Paranormal State. State. That's what I was trying to think of. Then you got Blood Red Sky, and then after Blood Red Sky, you got the three that we're going to talk about tonight, which is Sir No Face, Two Face the Gray, and Phantom Rider. And then I think because I went out to his uh, his YouTube channel, he does. Uh, he's been pretty active even during the pandemic and everything on there and and um he was talking about there's a fourth one that goes along with sir no face to face the gray and phantom rider that he was working on putting together as a series so but yeah i mean he's he's pretty active you know in the paranormal world and some people uh loving and some (laughs) people don't loving and i think he i think he likes that I mean, I feel like he wants to be that guy. He's like, you're either going to fucking love me, drag on my cigarette, or you're going to fucking hate me. Like, that's how he is. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I I would agree. And, uh, you know, the the nature of what, you know, we do with our podcasts and stuff and what everybody else does, you can't please everybody. So, Mm -hmm. you know, even... You know, regardless of what you do out there, somebody is always going to come along and knock whatever it is. So, so I'm going to do my best to refrain from any opinions about Chad Kalick and just mostly focus on the work. Focus on the work because I don't I don't want to spend time tearing him down or or lifting him up either way. Um, But I want to get talking because Sir No Face is the most paranormal of the three. 
This is a classic paranormal yeah. documentary. So and it's but, frightening. <laughs> but I but I would say that um I would say yes, but I would also say that once you watch the other two, it starts to evolve more so than just paranormal. Oh, just, sure, but I'm talking about if you're watching it in yeah. order, this is going to feel like a classic yeah. documentary, you and know, it's going to be like Chad and every one of his things saying, I've got the most amazing yeah. evidence you've ever seen. I mean, no, you know, I, I, I know that, you know, the traditional, like you said, the traditional paranormal documentary or show, right, is, let's say it's a 40-minute show. It's 36 minutes of buildup two minutes of evidence and then two minutes of review and prep for the next show. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's honestly what this feels like. I mean, there's, there's a lot of buildup for who is Chad and how did he meet up with uh, Craig in Australia? And um, how did right, this, because that that's the two main folks is, is Chad yeah. and, and Craig, uh, what's his name? Craig Powell, Craig Powell. Uh, yeah. Of uh, the, the ghost hunting group there in Australia. And, and I mean, West Sydney Paranormal Research. Yeah, West. Yeah, WSPR. Yep. It sounds like a radio station. WSPR, scary in the evening. <laughs> so, um, but you know, they they set it up uh, all throughout the documentary. And but I mean, I'm not going to lie when they when they show the result, it it blows you away. I mean, it's it, it is one that I highly recommend to watch in the dark, watch by yourself. Because it's creepy. I got. I have to say, because I watched American Ghost Hunter, okay? This is not me tearing apart Chad Kalick, but I watched American Ghost Hunter, and then my sister and I were pumped, and it was weak. There was not, it was not good evidence like I thought it was going to be. So when Sir No Face came around, I was like, all right, Chad, what do you got for me? And I was pleasantly surprised. And I do like the way that Chad handled this, because even Chad was like, "This is if this is real, this is hardcore crazy. And he goes in and checks special effects people and things like that. And he tears Craig a new butthole anytime he thinks that he's got him. That he found out that he was lying. Like, yeah. Which I mean, they, they, they go through. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised that they didn't go as far as to like, you know, do a freaking polygraph test. I mean, right. it's, I mean, cause, <laughs> cause it's like, and it really is. I mean, you're right. I mean, it's, it's 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 utter disbelief on the on the part of Chad, and so he really feels like um, that Craig is you know pulling his leg or something. And and uh, but yeah, I mean the footage they haven't like you said they haven't investigated and checked out, and the footage just again uh, holds its own. And yeah, I mean what you see is is uh, is incredible. And then um, and it's just crazy. Yeah. So these guys, this this, this Australian group got permission from the Australian government to do a two year, like I think it was two year, a, a pretty long time ghost hunt and ghost tours of this very historical place. And uh, they had all kinds of events happen before they even caught the, the, the footage of Sir No Face, which is what they call him. Even then, I mean, light flashes were happening where there was no lights. Um, they were having so many things, people touching, like getting touched. And, yeah. and I mean, this was Waverly level stuff happening. And they were like, um, they were bringing 20 or 30 people into a room, sitting them down, turning all the lights off and everybody in the room would have experiences. I mean, it was, yeah, it, it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, I mean, I, I would have loved to have been there. I'm sure, I'm sure it was awesome. But it's like Chad likes to say, it's the only government sanctioned ghost hunt. Yeah, on record. <laughs> um, and it's uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what the location was prior to it just being shut down. Uh, they 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 actually spent a lot of time going into the history of the location and like what was there, uh, you know, a long time ago, and then why it was shut down because it kind of became unsafe as far as like the building and structure and stuff. And right. Then, um, so yeah, but I mean, it's. Um, I want to say it was something to do with the Australian military. Uh, it was, and I, I can't find. There's no dedicated Wikipedia page or anything like that, so I, I don't have that info either because that was not important to me when I was watching it. <laughs> so, but I mean, um, you know, I, I hate to sound like you know we're like really not explaining 
what Sir No Face looks like because you, we really want you to go. I, I, I want you to be excited about watching the documentary and go and watch it to see for yourself. And I don't yeah. want anything that we would say or describe describe that what is seen to influence what you take out of it because it is pretty significant. Right. I mean, we're going to talk about it a little bit because that gets into the next two docs. Right. But basically, in a nutshell, what they caught was a full human-sized apparition that peeks around the door. Yeah. And you see a full body, arm, hands, and a head. And they call him no face because it looks like he doesn't have a face. Um, You know, it's pretty remarkable looking. Um, I've watched that footage three million times, and it's spooky every single time. And they did some hardcore research to prove that no one was in that room when that happened. And do you know what's really amazing is uh, if you go in Google, do like a Google image search for so for so no face, you could find all kind of stuff about the documentary. But there is no like picture to be found of the the thing peeping around. I'm I'm just surprised. Oh, I bet you Chad's hardcore on that. (laughs) Nobody's like you know freeze framed the the playback and, and clipped it. And I mean, it says, so anyways, you, you can't really spoil yourself. Um, you have to go check it out yourself, but yeah, um, I'm willing to believe that Chad has, has doubled down, making sure that no one's getting that picture out there. I just found one. <laughs> okay. Cause I've been, I was scouring earlier today, trying to find it. Just and, one, uh, just one. I'm not going to tell you all how I got there. Cause I don't want to spoil it. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so so that's of course is is Sir No Face, and and I would say that, um, just like any other trilogy, it's always you know it, it, in my opinion there's some trilogies that you can skip the first movie and you'll be fine. This one, don't skip it. Go watch Sir No Face because it sets up the so the second one is Two Face the Gray, and Two Face the Gray picks up almost immediately following the end of Sir No Face. Uh, it's almost like Chad was like just continuously filmed and then was like, okay, this one's getting too long. I'm going to cut Cerno face here, but then I'm going to uh, you know, immediately pick up with the next one. Well, because but, he was on tour. So Chad right. always tours his movies before he puts them on to streaming and stuff. Yeah. And so he's on tour and he's out there and everyone would say that he said there was always at least one person in every crowd during the Q&A saying, do you think that Sir No-Face is a gray alien? Every single yeah. one of them. And he started thinking about it. And he's like, yeah, maybe it is. And he's not an alien guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is a hard, well, was, was a, a hardcore. hardcore, just ghost paranormal yeah. guy. But this really made him wonder. And so he started thinking about it and started looking into possible alien UFO connections. And that's what makes this doc my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. So, so Two-Face the Great just gets really, I mean, just like crazy in a good sense of the word, like, you know, just out, you know, just, I don't know, outrageous is kind of the, you know, like, it's just, it's unbelievable because he has freaking, um, SUVs following him, you know, like when he goes out to drive, he um, he has you know people uh, following him every time, like following Craig and, and Craig's wife around, um, you know wherever they're going out to drive. I mean, it's just it's it's really some men in black types. Like they're they're stumbling on something. I mean, they really get into that in Phantom Rider, but yeah. this one they really they they really start pushing this narrative. They really start pushing this narrative. What if this, you know, and they talk about the gimbal videos yeah. and all the on you know, the stuff. This is a little behind the times. And by the way, the um the place that they were uh investigating is World War Naval Base on Cockatoo Island. There you go. I knew it was something to do with the military. Yeah, I had to you. look it up there. It was driving me nuts. Um, um but yeah, that I mean, they they got to look into this. And then this dude has somebody come up to him on tour <laughs> to talk to him and then give him some stuff. And is it, uh, this is the it's just the mysterious guy that's yeah the hat man a, or whatever yeah, the name was hat, hat man that's what it is yeah um or or is it tattoo face guy tattoo face guy that's what it is it's tattoo face guy so yeah 
um, which, you know, Tattoo Face Guy lives in Australia, but so that's the only reason that because Chad was in Australia touring for his movie. And then this guy comes up and gives him all this stuff. And it's like, it's talking about um, just how like we're basically killing our planet and these things are here to, to stop us from doing I mean, you know, tra- it. Kind of it reminded me of all the stuff that we were getting, you know, from our mysterious informant yeah. Z, the stuff that we were getting was this just high level conspiracy stuff. Um, you know, there's footage like there's a treasure trove of footage that Chad Kelly got that we don't even get to see. Yeah. And this is a guy that wanted nothing to do with this stuff. <laughs> it's yeah, just I mean, being given this gold and doesn't know what to do with it. Well, and, and, and like you say, me or, you know, he, he starts getting kind of freaked out because he, you know, he has always kind of been hardcore ghost. And so now he's having to really consider and think about what this means. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of how it relates to everything, which is kind of right up our line, right? I mean, that's a, that's what these three documentaries really, really kind of show is that somehow all this stuff is somehow related to each other. So, um, and then the, so yeah, so he's uh, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff is talking about basically how we're destroying our planet and how, um, uh, you know, kind of the message of uh, these entities is we need to we need to stop doing all this stuff. And and there's there's all this talk about like how uh, there's going to be like a false flag invasion um, right. set Which up is stuff that we're hearing a lot of now. Yeah. Like, here's right. the thing is that Chad had Chad had some leads into this stuff before it was hot. And so I think Two Face the Gray got overlooked because yeah, Two Face the Gray came out when um, 2020, I think. Two Face the Gray came out in 2020. Phantom Rider came out in 2020. Right, so, uh, and and Sir No Face came out 2018. Yeah, and so here's 2020. So this is right before the UFO stuff. The well, this know. is. I mean, you know, you. I mean, it's right in pandemic. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, so, so Chad probably wasn't able to tour as much to really plug the stuff coming out. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, they kind of, you're right. I mean, they, they kind of did get lost. And if you, if you watch Sir No Face and you're like, you know, I watched all this thing to see this stuff at the end and like, what's the next step? And you didn't know that the other two were out there. Cause, cause honestly, you told me about Two Face the Gray. I didn't, I don't know if you knew about Phantom Rider, you know, I found Phantom Rider. I knew I about that. it. I just didn't have it on streaming at the time. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to watch it. And then of course the fourth one that, that's, that's coming eventually. So, um, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's funny. We, we kind of, we kind of joke a little bit, uh, uh, well, a lot of it about uh, Stephen Greer uh, and, and his approach to things, but, but a lot of what, um, Two-Face the Grey and even Phantom Rider kind of talks about is a lot of the same kind of stuff that Stephen Greer has been talking mm-hmm. about for a long time too. Um, you know, kind of that idea that uh, they're not here to hurt us. You know, they're here to help us. Um, and uh, we've got to wake up, if you will, uh, before uh, th- they get here because we don't want our government to go and convince us to attack them or all this kind of stuff. Well, and that's so. the interesting thing. So once Sir No-Face came out, and, and all that stuff happened. The government cut the contract with uh, with the ghost hunting troop there. They completely mm-hmm. gutted it, said no more. You're not allowed. We don't want you stepping foot on our premises anymore or anything like that. And this is the fact that now they're like, is this why the government was there to have a civilian group see if they could accidentally film something? Yeah. Or, you know, I wonder, and I, you know, of course we haven't been, uh, unless you follow Craig on his, uh, not Craig, sorry, unless you follow Chad on his YouTube, I don't know if they've been allowed back in since the Australian government has come out, you know, once the U.S. government acknowledged the, the gimbal videos and everything, and now the Australian government has come out and said, you know, yep, we agree, let's share information and blah, blah, blah. I wonder if they've reversed that opinion on, you know, letting them onto the property. Right. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it it really felt like a lot of from a government perspective, it, it felt like a lot of like um, 
kind of cover up type stuff is, you know, oh, they found something we need to sweep. It well, the cause then that's where it gets. So he gets that, he gets that DVD and some stuff from the tattooed face man, but then he gets emails from someone named Skyfall. Mm-hmm. This is where every, everyone wonders, are these hoax emails? And this is where it gave us goosebumps because again, this was more yeah. in line. It, it almost made me wonder if this was the exact same person that we were communicating with. Well, in in just the idea of what Skyfall is, um, really just kind of scared me a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I, I might have peed a little bit when when I looked into it. Um, you know, because the idea there is that if for those that don't know, is that we uh, we humans uh, drilled uh, too far into the earth, and we cracked the casing around the core. And that's the cause of all of these increased weather anomalies and everything else. Um, and there's actually recorded video of uh, where it, you know, in, in like India, it rained rocks. Right. Because of this blowout from them digging too deep and it blew all this mantle up into the air. And so it rained rocks. And then there's a video that, you know, he's got included that shows this storm kind of rolling across Kansas that looks really ominous and it's and it's rain it's raining pebbles from the storm you know he, he, in the in the in the documentaries he talks about how um NASA has a cloud machine and what's what's it's the guy's name Jeremy um I can't think of his last name he did um the British original British version of top um Top Gear, Top Gear, Jeremy. I can't remember Jeremy's last name, but um, but he's he's on he's like the footage that they have of NASA in their cloud machine. Jeremy is covering it, and he's like talking about how um, you know this thing is going to pump out all this cloud, and then about an hour from now it'll rain, and then they come back to it and like and then yeah. he's, sta- he's standing it on location where this big cloud they pumped out and it's pouring down rain. So the fact that NASA has a freaking cloud machine that can make rain. I mean, come on. I know. Where, where, where is this stuff and how come nobody's talking about it? I know. Uh, the other thing that really got me was uh, uh, Craig's encounters with these men in black that were like coming up to him and they were smiling like this was like the classic image of injured cold. Like, yeah. so all of a sudden Keel, John Keel gets infused into this mess hardcore because the people that Craig is seeing uh, are looking so much like Lane Elosians. Yep. And there's a, uh, yeah, there's a part, I think they talk, I think it's, I'm, I'm probably running the two together because I was so blown away by two faiths the gray that i immediately went into phantom well, because, rider. yeah phantom rider and two-face really should be one document yeah yeah um but there's a part where craig um like goes to sleep on his couch and he wakes up laying in the empty lot next to his house yeah and he like he's like in his boxers and t-shirt and he's like what what's going on and he like he has to yell at his kid's window. Yeah, because get he can't him. get back in. He can't because get everything's back in locked. Yeah. He doesn't have keys. So, and then, like, there's another part where he sees these two guys standing in that empty lot. And so he kind of looks at him and he, and he, like, goes out his back door and goes through his neighbor's yard and comes up behind him. <clears throat> and then, like, one of them turned and looked in his direction and, and and the, the, the freaking dudes have no face. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's so unbelievable that you, you know, that you, you question whether or not it's happening. But at the same time, I know for myself and, you know, and Stefan, because of the experiences that we had with the person who was emailing with us, I mean, so for some reason, a lot of that stuff is a little more believable now because of because of those experiences that we had. Uh, by the way, it's Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear because it was Jeremy bothering Clarkson, me yeah. that I couldn't think of his name. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, just the idea that uh, that maybe we did, you know, maybe we did drill too far looking for oil or natural gas or something, and we are the reason for the increase in 
in uh, all these weather phenomenon things that are happening and you know these spike in hurricanes and mm-hmm. um, you know, all these horrible winter storms that hit the northeast and everything and and um, you know the idea there that maybe that you know we've talked about it before how you know we think that or at least I do. I don't. I think maybe I've convinced you, <laughs> but um, about how the you know these these gray aliens or or whatever they might be, um, how they come and interact with you in your home. And we've had other guests on right that have talked about that as well about how they've had witnesses or people come to them about these things that are interacting in their home. Like when we had Ryan Sprague on and he was talking about the case that convinced him, right? Was that one where she was seeing these things moving around inside of the house, but nobody else could see them. Um, And so you have a situation where what if, you know, what if a, a gray or whatever was there observing, Hey, why are these, why are these humans in this old decrepit house setting up these cameras? I'm going to go check this out and see what they're doing. And in the process, they, they catch it. Uh, What you think is a ghost is actually, was actually not. And and maybe it is a gray alien or maybe it's something else entirely. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, and then just the the stuff with them being followed and, and, and getting into, um, like Chad had some crazy electric electronic things happen. So one of the things he had was his phone decided to randomly voice record a fight between him and his wife, which was crazy. And the one reason why I believe this is because ain't nobody going to air their dirty laundry (laughs) (laughs) documentary. If this didn't really happen and Chad and his wife are going dude, like they are going, he had, he had, you know, his uh his his car alarm kept getting set off mm-hmm. and he would like go out to check it and there'd be like this unmarked black suv parked across the street every single time it would happen it was almost like a we we know we know we know you know we're here we're gonna right keep and his, when it. his tv got interrupted yeah. with a signal i can't even remember exactly what happened on oh that. yeah that was yeah that was uh he said he was watching tv or something and it like popped like it interrupted the, the feed and it popped up and it was a video image of the outside of his house of his house. Yeah. With it filming up with like it filming, facing the window. Yeah. Filming his house from outside. They interrupted his video feed and put that on his TV. I mean, it's just all that cycle. He ran out there, dude, yeah. like looking to see who was out there. I mean, Chad strikes me as a guy who would be packing. So you know, I, I mean, I don't know that he is. I don't know if he's a gun owner, but he strikes me as maybe oh, a, yeah, a totally. guy that would be packing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just, um, yeah, I mean, I, it, that, that kind of stuff scares me. And, and I think it, you know, it's it obviously scared his wife. And Well, and sure. And then Chad got shot at one day. He's right. walking, walking his dog, dude. And had he not like hit the ground in time, yeah. he would have been shot. Yep, and, he, and that was a weird situation too because he talks about how he sees this guy up on the corner, like just kind of hanging out, and then all of a sudden he like a drive by, and he like you know he talks about how he lives in a neighborhood that you don't really see that kind of stuff happen, uh, you know, very often or or if, or, or if at all. So yeah, and it's yeah. So bottom line, um, it, it's a ama- it's an amazing piece, and I you know kind he kind of wraps up the end of phantom rider saying you know he doesn't know if he's going to go on and then so you think it's over but if you fast forward a little bit into the credits he comes back and he gives a little bit more information and then it kind of signs off and you're like pretty sure that it's going to be a fourth one so yeah because at the um, end of the second one he was like i gotta stop i can't do this things are getting crazy yeah and then it like but it's comes but back it and he's like I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what, but you know what it is? It's like a, it, we, what, we were talking about it with somebody, or maybe it was a book that I was reading about. It's almost like a drug, right? Of, mm-hmm. of these, these mysteries that have to be uncovered and, and will, because people love a good mystery and will you be the one to solve the mystery or what will it lead to? And, um, it's why everybody bought up and read all those, you know, choose your own adventure books in the eighties and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's that kind of stuff. And, um, I mean, we, we have, we have some stuff, right. That came from 
our mystery informer and we have not really even been able to dig into it because no. of the pandemic and because of us being in two different locations and, and it's it's interesting what's happening if you really look at it over the past three years right three four years there's been this interesting parallel of ghost hunters or paranormal podcast guys getting sucked into something more than ghosts by some strange footage, mysterious emails, yada, yada, yada. You know, when you really think about it is like, it starts back with John Keel. John Keel went mm-hmm. out, you know, not to look at Mothman, but to look at UFOs, right. You know, and to get himself caught up in something else, Penny Royal, you know, those guys getting stuff, Hellier, those guys getting stuff, yeah. Chad Kayla getting stuff, us getting stuff. And I know there's other paranormal folks that are out there that are getting oh, stuff that ain't said you know. anything about it yet. Or they they don't they're not interested or whatever, or it's not up their alley. Or they're afraid or, that the hell your people are gonna get mad at them for copying. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're not allowed to investigate anything else. Mm-hmm. Stick it stay in your lane, buddy. Right. So <laughs> anyways, but um we're not we're not uh whatever. But um yeah, I mean it's um I, I'm really looking forward to uh, the fourth one. Uh, I hope he makes it or it's in the process of making it now. Um, I would like to see what this kind of wraps up to. Um, if it wraps up at all, I mean, maybe it, maybe it leaves you hanging and it, there's constantly more, but I mean, just, you know, there were several times when I was watching Phantom Rider where I was like, pause, let me go Google this and look it up. And then, and then I started getting paranoid because I started having electronic stuff happen in my house. And so I'm like, <laughs> me too. Let, let me let me install NordVPN and DuckDuckGo and see if, <laughs> <laughs> see if that helps at all. But you know, in all in all actuality, if if anybody of a clandestine nature wanted my information, they probably could have it. Um, but you know, you, you there's a part where uh, where Chad is talking about how um, you know these. Uh, this, these people that uh, kind of get their name, they, they dig into things so far and then the government shuts them down one way or the other. And sometimes that one way is, or the other is by like planning things on their computer. Mm-hmm. And so then you got to think about uh, what's the space. Dan Romanek. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yep. Still so crying like, dirty. I mean, you know, I mean, did he really, do all that stuff or was he getting too close to the truth and they shut him down and, it, and honestly that because because i don't put that kind of stuff past our government right i don't mm-hmm. or, or, yeah, I don't or some or some aspect of our government it honestly sometimes scares me to look into a lot of this stuff because i don't like if i get too close to something mm-hmm. or we get too close to something what does that mean for us and, and whatever so like i don't i'm not worried about them like physically doing harm against me or my family, but you know, you were at one point though. I was, I was some, you know, sometimes I still am. And it's just part of being a dad. I think is that you're just, you're just always worried, worried about kind of what, what you're exposing your children to and what you're, you know, just like I wouldn't go run a rally car race with my kids in the backseat. You know, it's just, I wouldn't put them in unnecessary danger. So it's the same thing. Yeah, this ain't Talladega Nights, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to drive around with a cougar in the backseat. You know, <laughs> get her done. So, but, um, but you know, there, there's still parts of me that, that wants to try to distance myself, which is, you know, honestly, I installed, I had NordVPN on my phone, which I used every now and then, but I've actually installed it now completely on my computer. And I, like, I don't get on unless I put VPN just to, just to make sure that things are on the up and up because let alone the people who just are want to be assholes and, and hack you for no apparent reason. So right. um, I will tell you all three documentaries, um, Sir No Face, Two Face the Gray and Phantom Rider are all available for free on Tubi TV, um, which if you don't have Tubi TV, you should. It's got Transformers and G.I. Joe, the 80s cartoons on there. So totally not awesome. a sponsor, not a sponsor. not a sponsor, but I do love me some Tubi TV. <laughs> But all three of them are on there to watch, or you can rent them all for like two ninety nine yeah. a piece on Amazon Prime. Um, I highly recommend checking them out, um, especially for the first one if you want to be spooked. Second one for if you want to get into alien stuff. Third one if you want to start feeling what conspiracies feel like, yeah. getting lost in conspiracy yeah. land. <laughs> um, 
you know, and then like you said, you you tumble down the rabbit hole, and uh, and then next thing you know, you're curled up in a ball in your closet crying, and got a tinfoil hat on your head. So, yep. I'll be honest with you, man. I would watch a whole show with just the uh, the group from Australia with Chad and his, or excuse me, Craig and his Craig, group. Yeah. I really like him and his old lady and and all the rest of the folks on that team. I would watch a whole show uh, of them going around Australia looking for stuff. What is this? The 1970s? His old lady? What is- his old lady. I didn't know if he was married or not. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I didn't want to say wife just in case. It's, well, it's his special friend. I don't know. His, his old lady. Come his on. His old now. lady. His ball and chain. <laughs> anyways um yeah i mean i i agree i think that i mean i don't even know they they might i'm pretty sure they have a youtube channel so they might actually have some of their content up on youtube well yeah you can also go to i think it's agh um oh what is it uh because it's american ghost hunter um i think it's agh i've been on it before i don't remember now documentaries maybe (laughs) I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Okay. You look it up. Also, AGHtelevision.com. That's Chad's main website. That's where like all of his documentaries and anything else that he helps produce uh, and do and and things like that. That's where you can find it. Um, He has other documentaries that he just is part of that he just produces and and with this company, uh, AGH Television. So. And also, I'll say that West Sydney Paranormal Research, uh, you know, the name of the team in uh, Australia, mm-hmm. if you say it together, it's Whisper. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth as Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. So, um, yeah. Uh, and like I said, um, Chad has his own YouTube channel and he still does a lot of stuff. In fact, he does. Q and A's about the stuff from Two Face the Gray and Sir No Face, and kind of gives like updates on his YouTube channel. That you know, see, so you go out there and follow him out there and um, listen to his. Uh, he has like a little podcast he does out there, and and uh, he gives updates and um, kind of what's going on with the case. And uh, obviously, he's not going to give too much away because he wants to sell the next documentary. But uh, it, it's a nice little f- uh, fill in the gap, if you will, until the next one comes out. So. Yep, very much looking forward to that. So once again, uh, our three documentaries are Sir No Face, Two Face the Gray, and Phantom Rider. Tubi TV, check them out from Chad Kalick. Uh, let us know what you guys think about it. Uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that are just calling it a hoax, but I think a lot of people do that with Chad yeah. um, uh, in I mean, the first um, place. Like we talked about before, I mean, for some reason, if you try to make money, um, you're evil. So, right. and, and you've, and you faked it all and you had it all created in a lab, you know, down by the river. So, but yeah, there's, yeah, you know, there's it'll be interesting with- to see because he had a five picture deal with Gravitas, um, yep. Gravitas films and that included blood, red sky and American ghost hunter. So that five thing deal is done. Uh, with Gravitas Ventures, so it'll be interesting to see if he signed a new deal with them, um, with as well as Sir No Face did. Well, and, and like as said, well as American Ghost Hunter. Like I said, he did he, in one of his podcast episodes that I found. He talks about how he might try to make it into a series, so it wouldn't be just a single doc; it would be a series talking about the stuff that comes after Phantom Rider. So, um, kind of like a. He gets a he gets a manifesto, if you will, from um, Skyfall, and he goes out and investigates each email um, to see what it contains and where it leads. So, yep. And like we said, he is still doing stuff. That's YouTube.com. Uh, his his page is AGH Chad AGH Chad. All right, Josh, let's uh, begin wrapping up, homie. Um, I don't, I'm, we're not a rating show. We're not any of that stuff, so we're not going to rate it. But I definitely thoroughly enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to, especially because I was not a fan of American Ghost Hunter. Um, yeah, um, I, I would say that uh, without the other two, I don't think I would watch Sir No Face again. I'd go find that little clip where it has the footage that I want to see and watch that piece. Mm-hmm. But But looking at it as you know, kind of um, 
foreshadowing or um, or history, right? It's kind of like nobody really likes episode one Star Wars, but you go watch it because it gives a little bit of history about the characters. And it's got that Darth Maul battle. Right. You know, <laughs> you just skip through all the pod racing part. So I love the pod racing, but I'm, I'm like that. Um, but anyways, just a reminder, you guys, uh, we're here on the UnX network as well as the Fearscape Media Network. Make sure to check out both of those uh, places, unxnetwork.com as well as the fearscapemedia.com. Uh, there you can check out everything else that both those amazing networks have. You can check us out. Check out our um, archived episodes, uh, theconvergenceenigma.com. You may have seen that I accidentally unpublished and published a, an old archived film. Escape episode recently uh, with Andrea Perrin speaking about the Conjuring House, um, but those old episodes are there with some great interviews with some amazing, amazing folks that we got our start talking to. Uh, Andrea Perrin being uh, one of those, so make sure to check all that stuff out, man. Yep. Um, as well as Josh, we got uh, a store too, right? We do have a store, Stefan. Why? Thank you for bringing that up. That's what I do. Yep, so theconvergenceenigma.com slash store. Because we're slashing prices all day long. <laughs> um, but no, they, they do run sales quite a bit. In fact, I was out there yesterday looking for a shirt, and uh, they're running a sale. So um, <clears throat> there's all the time they have their classic shirts up for 13 bucks or 14 bucks. But we've got a lot of great designs out there, and we're constantly adding more. Um yeah, you just showed me one that we put up there recently with a, a Bigfoot unzipping uh, his costume of his Sasquatch, and it's an alien underneath of it, like that's wearing yep. the costume. Super yep. rad. Yeah, I mean that's that one's fun. Um, I got uh, one of my one of my daughters. I got her. There's one that's like a a, a Sasquatch zombie. So like it's half its leg has fallen off and it's like all green in the face. <laughs> zombie like, squatch. Zombie squatch. You know, like so she awesome. she loves wearing that shirt. Um uh, she loves all there's another one that's it's got a unicorn, a sasquatch, and an alien riding a jackalope. So you, you know you can't you can't lose. So. You can't lose. Uh also want to remind people to check out our gig with the debrief news organization there. We do a show called a YouTube show called uh Tech Talk, the Debrief's Tech Talk. Uh we just recently uncovered our top six um actual footage of UFO or UAP sightings uh throughout the years. We picked six of our favorite footage uh and we went over that. We've talked about UFO type patents we've t- i mean we're starting to make the show a little more paranormal and it's awesome <laughs> yeah uh, although <laughs> i think the next uh, the next show coming up on there is going to be talking about some sci-fi ships yeah because we're big sci-fi nerds too so yeah you guys want to make sure to check that out as well um you know so you can just go to youtube.com uh and then look up the debrief tech talk and you should be able to find our episodes there uh those are a lot of fun we get super nerdy and super funny and just having a blast and we we can't, we yep. can't talk about it more man I, I love i love doing tech talk for the debrief but check out the debrief too man the debrief dot uh, org man they just dropped a huge story dropped another big video that we didn't even get it was so secretive. We didn't even get it right. uh, when we recorded our top six footage <laughs> episode. So we didn't even get the new video that came forward from the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, some great uh, Apache training footage that shows just some incredible. Not far maneuver- from where I'm at, man. Yeah. Uh, some maneuvers. Yeah, down in the Tucson area. I think yep, down in South yeah. Tucson, man, where yeah, I got so. airlifted. <laughs> right. So it wasn't Stefan. That's not no, who you it wasn't me. <laughs> um, but thank you guys so much. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, as you always do, uh, to the Convergence Enigma with Josh and Stefan. We do want to let you guys know here in a few weeks, we're going to be moving from weekly to biweekly uh, to like, give me some time with my baby. Um, but just be on the lookout for that. On UnX, you guys are just going to be able to check out some older episodes and, and see what's going on there. You guys won't miss a beat, but podcast people, it's going to happen. Every uh, new episodes are going to be a bi-weekly here in a few weeks so be on the lookout for that but i just wanted to warn you guys ahead of time so i didn't have yeah. john from from the uk being like hey bro because he uses a new york accent hey bro uh hey, hey where are you guys at anyways this is stefan <laughs> i'm gonna get out of here just a reminder keep your eyes to the skies this has been josh the truth is now and remember folks keep questioning keep searching good night everybody 
Good night.